0: What's up, everyone? My name is Melissa McCack, and this is my brother, Justin McHack.
1: What's up, everyone?
0: You're listening to Room 51, where we talk about all things board gaming. This is not our normal segment. We're going to talk about Pax Unplugged, because we were just there last week, and we wanted to share our experience and give some shout-outs to people that we got to hang out with. And then also, if you've never gone to a convention before, what to expect, how to prepare, what to do? So, Justin, do you want to start us off a little bit?
1: Sure. So, just want to say, Pats Unplugged was fantastic.
0: Loved it.
1: It really was great. Got to play a lot of games. And one of the first things I'll say that you can probably expect when going to a board gaming convention is learning plays. And I did a few learning plays. What that is, you sit in a room with a bunch of other people. There's tables. You go to a table. There's going to be a game there that gets taught by somebody in the center. And then everybody gets to play it and you get to try this new game with it being taught to you. And that's a lot of fun. It really allows me to just play games that I wouldn't have ever played before uh, or without that learn and play. So that's something I just recommend. And I had a ton of fun with that.
0: Absolutely. And one thing that you probably want to do is I know PAX has an app that you can download. I don't know about other conventions. PAX, by the way, is the only board gaming convention that we've gone to. We went last year and this year. yeah. And both times I downloaded the app and it tells you what's happening and when and where. So the learn and plays, you'll see like, oh, OK, they're going to be teaching these usually two games, maybe one um, yeah. in this location at this time. And then you can just show up, wait online and go on in. The line isn't usually long for these things.
1: No, if you know, though, that's going to be very popular, then go a little earlier because they're only going to have X amount of seats available for people playing. But you'll usually at least be able to stand inside the room or sit at a different chair, just not get to play the game, but you can still learn it if you're interested in doing that too.
0: Yeah, another good way to try out games at conventions is demoing games. Now, last year when I went to PAX, I was very confused about demoing games. I don't know why. I saw all these games laid out, and I was like, well, I'd like to demo it, but I don't quite know how. So I would stand there awkwardly waiting for somebody to maybe say like, hey, would you like to try this game? And that never happened. (laughs) So I don't know exactly what we did differently this year because I was able to go up to games that were clearly being demoed, And somebody actually did say, like, hey, you want to play? And that allowed me to sit down and actually play the game.
1: Yeah, I definitely felt more engagement this year. And we did have a really cool experience. We got to play Endeavor Age of Sail. That's played the full game, and it was taught to us. That was an awesome game, by the way. Melissa bought it immediately after. Yeah, It's a fantastic little, not little, it's actually a fairly big game. It's, like, worker placement, engine building... That takes an hour.
0: Area control.
1: Area control. That was the one I was forgetting. Yeah. So it has those three mechanics and it takes an hour. It's fantastic.
0: That was actually, and I was about to say, that was my favorite game of the convention that I played. I absolutely loved it. Like Justin said, I bought it immediately after we demoed it. And I don't usually do that, right? I'm pretty methodical with what I'm going to buy. I do my research. I blah, blah, blah. But I demoed the game, loved it, bought it immediately. The price was fairly decent. And yes, that was my favorite game of the convention. What was yours, Justin?
1: Favorite game of the convention. All right, let me think for a second. Because I'm definitely forgetting some.
0: (laughs) Yeah, we did. We played several. That's another thing to add, by the way. There's a whole library where you can take out games. You need... By the way, I messed up, but... The first time you go to take out a game, (laughs) you also need your photo ID along with your badge uh, to take out the game. But once you do, there's a whole area that's free to play. You just grab a table with some friends or find people. There's signs that you could hold up, like looking for players or looking for a teacher or whatever it might be. I never used the signs.
1: No, but I saw some people using them. I hope they work.
0: So, yeah, and then you get to it's kind of like a board game cafe. If you've ever been to that, you could just pick out a game, sit at a table, start playing it.
1: Yeah, and I really highly recommend utilizing that library. The only drawback is it's kind of under, uh, sorry, it's kind of overwhelming. If you don't know many games just yet, like you're pretty new to board gaming or something, and you just don't, I know for me, like both Melissa and my girlfriend, and I went with Sabrina. They know more games than me, so they have an easier time. I still, I know a decent amount though, so it wasn't too bad for me. But I can tell like, there were some people there just like, what do I do? (laughs) Do I just find something that looks cool? One big suggestion, don't be afraid to ask somebody. People are very friendly usually at these conventions, and people are ecstatic to talk about board games and recommend board games. So definitely don't be afraid. Also really quick, just to go back to my favorite game over the weekend, as of right now, from what I can think of, it's a tie between Fuse and to I haven't played either of these games before this weekend. Dots to play both and fell in love with both of them.
0: Yeah, I really liked both those games as well. They weren't my number one because my number one was definitely Endeavour, Age of Sale.
1: Endeavor actually I, I want to play Endeavor is the one that I'm like, oh man, I want to play that again. It might I might have chosen Fuse and Tatau because I want to own those games whereas Endeavor now that we have it I'm not like oh man I need to get those games I, I did really love Endeavor as well I it probably is tied with Takao Infuse for me I-, I was so excited playing all these games <laughs> I really I can't tell you which one I-, I Endeavor we own now though so I'm not as hyped because I need to like get town Infuse since I need to buy those I'm more like oh man I need those but I agree like
0: That is so weird. Now that we own it, you're like, okay, hype's gone down.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Board games do that.
0: I guess. (laughs) I guess that's true.
1: Use that library. Play a bunch of games. And because you're going to want to play a bunch of games, you probably want to go for more than just one day.
0: Yeah. Well, some people can only afford one day, and that's okay. That's what we did last year. We only went one day. It was a lot to take in. And I liked it. I liked going for just one day for my first time because it's like, okay, I kind of just want to taste to kind of see what everything is. Now, other people might, you know, just jump the gun and say like, yep, I'm just going to go all four days or whatever it is and just see how it is throughout the four days.
1: That might be a good
0: way to go too.
1: Yeah, and like you said, I mean, if you can't do more than one day, you're still going to have a ball that one day. I guess it's more like... If you can do more than one day, I especially if it's after your first time, if it's your first time, I can see you just doing one day, test the waters a little bit, see how it is. Uh, if you like it, the more days you go, I do think the better it will be. Mainly for me, I felt I will feel too stressed to go one day just because I want, I, there's too many games that I want to play. Like I wanted that so much of an experience out of it that one day is probably not enough for me.
0: Yeah, the other thing was, there was a bunch of people I wanted to play with, right? So we got to play with the brothers Murph, Mike and uh, Nick Murphy. They were great. yeah, Yeah, we met them last year. They were super fun people. Now, I personally am painfully shy. And so last year when I was meeting, like... Cause that's the other thing you meet like kind of famous people within the industry, right? Like the dice tower and everything. So when I met all these people last year, I was completely overwhelmed. I was like, I need to go home. I need to take a nap. (laughs)
1: Um,
0: This year I was a little, I was feeling a little bit better, although I was still, you know, uh, you know, shy, but um, seeing the brothers again was just a lot of fun playing the games with them. We did a learn and play with them, which was awesome. They are funny, fun people, you know,
1: Oh yeah, they're fantastic. Love playing board games with them.
0: Yeah. We also got to meet a couple of Bing Bongs, right? Um, yeah,
1: Salty, salty dog.
0: dog. Yeah. His, uh, daughter. his daughter. Yes, yeah. So they were cool people. Everyone was so nice, you know. We just had so much fun. Um It's an to...
1: overall wholesome experience. Like yeah. it's very wholesome.
0: Yeah, it, it is Reddit, subreddit, wholesome memes. That is yeah. poor game of <laughs> <you right>? <laughs> Um I got to work at the Dice Tower booth, which was cool because I'm from Board Game Breakfast, for those who don't know. And that was an experience, okay? Just like working side by side with like Z Garcia, you know? Um, and just uh, all the other, like Mike DeLicio and everything. So uh, it was a lot, it was a little overwhelming, but it <laughs> was just so cool to also see it from another perspective, like working a booth, right? I pretty much, not that like, I don't want to say like, oh, anybody could work a booth, right? But um, you could, if you wanted to work a booth, you could contact some people. Um, They might need help, right? And they might uh, let you help out. Uh, So like contacting publishers and whatnot. If that's something that you're super interested in, I don't know. uh, That might be something you want to take a look into. Um, Especially if you want to get into the board gaming industry, this is a great way to network. Going to conventions is really fantastic for that
1: yeah if you're looking to that in i think that networking at a board gaming convention is one of the best paths you can be taking for sure
0: now just i have a question for you right so like i said (laughs) (laughs) like i said right so like i'm a painfully shy person and we've been talking a lot about doing extroverted things right like talking to people asking people about games whatever what do you do if you're going there and maybe you're going by yourself, right? I I typically, we go with a bunch of friends. And so I cling to the friends, right? But what if I'm going by myself and I'm also an introvert, I'm shy, what are some of the things that I could do at a gaming convention?
1: So if you're an introvert, you're shy and whatnot, you're going to have a couple of moments where it's like, yeah, you're definitely going to be teetering on that comfort zone, like yeah. you de- you're just gonna have those moments unless you find solo games from the library and only play solo variants if you wanted to. Um, <laughs> yeah. Hang um, on that
0: that, that could yeah, work. Okay. That's yeah, cool. if you're
1: into that, you're gonna have a good time. Like for sure. But if you're looking to still be playing with groups, learning plays you don't need to interact with the people at your table that much, depending and- on the game. Right. But I think that's something that will be a little bit more comfortable for you. Uh, yeah. Like something
0: like rolling rights where you're kind of doing your own thing anyway.
1: Exactly. And it, that's another thing. Truthfully, if you want to be playing out of the library with other people, maybe grab a rolling right and just grab a sign saying looking for players. That's a pretty – that's really something that I will very much – if you're an introverted person by yourself, you really might be uh, – pushing your comfort zone there another thing though about learning places and this is just a maybe you might get to a table and you play with a group and you might click with that group and get comfortable with them and you might actually uh hang out with them throughout the convention and also another thing for introverts to do is just looking around the uh the expo hall and yeah looking at the different games and maybe demoing games and things like that those are some ideas I have. But if you're an introvert going alone to a convention, I'm already questioning if you're an introvert because that right, right there seems very out of the comfort zone. but like good for you. Like yeah. that's definitely that's a nice step. And but yeah, you're gonna regardless, I think, be pushing yourself at least a little bit outside of your comfort zone if you're doing that.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think there's definitely things there to do, right? Like demoing, just even looking at all the booths and all the new games that are come out or whatever it might be. Demoing is a cool one. Um, I could see you avoiding the learn uh the um the free play section just because it's like, oh, I'm not here with anybody, I don't want to join anybody.
1: Yeah, that's the scariest that, one I Yeah, think. that's
0: probably scary. If if it's not for you, fantastic, go do it. Um probably learn in plays is the best because it kind of forces you into um, a group to play with just by the nature of it. Like somebody will say like, Oh, you're one person. Oh, okay. Like, uh, Hey table. Do you need another person? Yeah. Okay, great. Sit down. You know, Um, and then you don't have to talk to those people. Right. But usually everybody's super nice that it makes you feel more comfortable.
1: Yeah, I definitely, I mean, you're an introvert for sure. (laughs) And Uh, I definitely think that, in terms of a board gaming convention, it even seems like you get comfortable pretty quickly. I mean, for me, yeah. I don't care. I'll start talking to anybody if they start talking to me. But for you, it looked like you were dead in comfortable pretty quickly. And I think that does just come from everybody's just looking to have fun with board games. It's pretty low states, low tension. Most people aren't taking it too seriously. But yeah, what do you think? Do you think that you, you were feeling comfortable pretty quickly also?
0: Yeah, but again, I went with friends and everything, so I felt comfortable there. I felt more comfortable talking to the Brothers Murph this time around because I've already met them now, you know, and they're super friendly. Yeah. Um, As time went on at the Dice Tower booth, I started to get more comfortable. I wasn't, you know, my complete self, you know, like how I am with you or whatever. (laughs) Right. Because I'm actually... I, I'm pretty like nuts, right? I, I, I'm cracking jokes all the time. You know, I'm just uh, I'm making a fool of myself all the time. Yeah. But uh, when it came to when it comes to you know meeting new people, I'm like, yes, okay. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> yep.
0: You, you're lucky you even get that much out of me. Okay.
1: You yeah, <laughs> so, You're literally you will nod your head if it means you can really avoid saying words like
0: exactly. Yes, and I have done that. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. One thing I do want to say food make time to eat I don't care what's happening you
1: 100%. can
0: 100% Yes just go out and even if you want to bring the food back in to eat like you have to get water okay because we we messed up a lot <laughs> we did and we knew we even knew going into the convention like okay we got to eat we got to drink and then we just messed up and all of a sudden, it was eleven o'clock at night, and we're like, "Crap, we haven't eaten. Let's hey, go get something." The line, okay, that's the other thing. Yep. <laughs> the places around Pax, the uh, Pax's convention, awful. I'm sorry, but they are not prepared at to- all. <laughs> no, I, we went to. It, it was eleven o'clock at night. Nothing was open, and except for this one place. And it took us over an hour to get the food because of the, the wait time in terms of, you know, ordering the food because I don't know what the staff was doing. And then we had to actually wait for the food to be made. And it was just awful. And things were closing at six o'clock at night. It it was six o'clock and there was a convention going on and you were right across the street from it. Like, Come
1: on. We're from New York City. Yeah, We're we spoiled. Are. Like we Three in the morning, if I want a sandwich, I can get a sandwich. <laughs> Plenty true. of places are open. We're fine. Yes. But come on. 6 p.m. and a food market is closing? Yeah. you have like what? one restaurant open at 11 that has insanely slow speed Because also they have way too many people coming in? Because it's the only restaurant open at 11 p.m.? And honestly... Yes made time though for like schedule that out because i'm pretty sure over the three days i was there there had to be at least four times where i stood up and i realized oh my god i need to eat i'm like dizzy already from how hungry i am i've barely eaten all day
0: yeah so that's one thing like be prepared for that bring food just bring your own food um if you can we brought lunch i brought lunch anyway from home but like I, you know i was gonna get dinner around there but it was a nightmare. And I, like he said, right? We're from New York. But I wasn't expecting you to be open until 3 a.m. I was expecting you, though, to at least be open past 6 p.m. if you're across the street from a convention center that is running a convention.
1: But yeah, across the street from a convention, 6 p.m., you're closing. There's a whole bunch of people there that are just going to be hungry now, not eating at your place. I don't get it. I don't know why that's how it works, but...
0: Yeah, please, take my money. I want to give it to you. Yeah.
1: If there's a good reason, please, somebody tweet us out. Because mm-hmm. I, I'm i curious. There has to be something behind that. It does not make sense to me, logistically. Like. Because
0: I think... also like You purposely chose this place, did you not? To like locate your restaurant or whatever yeah, you are?
1: The location's perfect, and then it feels like you're not utilizing the... Lo- Alright, whatever.
0: Anyway... We're back starting at baseball <laughs> <laughs> to the back to the actual board gaming convention right yes pax overall was a fantastic experience um apparently, it just keeps on growing. it's a newer one it's a it's a baby board game convention
1: it's a it's a wee child
0: it's a wee little boy and girl
1: girl and later.
0: everything and in the they. game and yes. They, yes perfect we did it <laughs> But yeah, do you have anything else to add?
1: No, just I mean, if you're ever coming out to Pats or a convention that we're going to, definitely shout us out. Love to play some board yeah. games.
0: Yeah, absolutely. We we do like playing with people, even though I don't like talking to people.
1: Fantastic. <laughs>
0: it's not that I don't like it. I just get scared.
1: Yeah, completely understand.
0: All right. Well. That is uh, PAX Unplugged. Thank you so much for listening. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Melissa McCack. And on there, while you're there, let us know, what was your favorite game of PAX? Did you go? Do you want to go? Have you ever gone to a convention before? Let us know. This has been Room 51. We'll see you next time. How was that?
1: I think that was solid.
0: Weet!